the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise episode going by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And looking ahead to the Week 10 slate of NFL games, and we could have two Massive names returning to their respective lineups. Uh, We'll see about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, He was on Pat McAfee yesterday and said there was a small possibility uh, that he could still be held out, uh, still in COVID protocol uh, for the matchup against the Seattle Seahawks. But we know that, yeah, Seattle, yeah, Ciara, yeah, baby, we're about to do it. Russell Wilson will be back in uniform for the Seattle Seahawks. So DraftKings has got him. We interessante weekly special here in London, and I want to get your take on this. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson to combine for over four and a half passing touchdowns. So if they get five or more in total, it's plus 150. Uh, is it a long shot or do you think it's something that is entirely in play if both guys, of course, are on the field? Uh, if they're both on the field, I think it's doable. I think it's a nice little profit boost. I'm not convinced that A.A. Ron is uh, for sure going to be back. Uh, just, you know, I, I don't know. Does the NFL just quietly go, um, we need you to sit out one more week because we find you the equivalent of what we find dudes when they, like, have stuff on their shoes. Right, um, right. The slap in the wrist that they gave to Aaron Rodgers is laughable to me. Uh, but that's what the NFL does. Uh, so I'm not really overly surprised. But if they both play uh, and given the propensity for these two defenses to allow the scores through the air, yes, I think that's not a bad bet to make. Yeah, Seattle has got up just three multi-TD QBs. They've shown improvement in that secondary here last uh, few weeks. Green Bay, four multi-TD games. But you know both these guys are highly motivated. So at plus 150, yeah, I probably get seduced by the juice if both are in action. Uh, and I'm willing to, you know, increase my odds with a stronger payout there at the DraftKings Sportsbook. With that, let's get to it on this Hockey Hope Day edition of the pod with another Fade 5. Number 5. All right, Lenny, it's a Wednesday ritual here on Fade the Noise. Let's drop the puck and make some box what you got on the ice in the NHL, my man. Uh, let's talk about a couple of Eastern Conference teams. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs will be falling from the tree and headed into Philadelphia <laughs> for a matchup tonight with the Flyers. Uh, early contest, by the way, so uh, make sure that you get your bets in. Plenty of time, but just I know some of you listen to us, you know, late day, whatever. Uh, but this is a 7 o'clock Eastern time puck drop, so make sure you jump on this one. We're going to focus on the total, uh, which right now is set at 6. Uh, you could buy yourself the half if you want to uh, and juice this from a minus 110 up to a minus 135 and take six and a half. Uh, but I'm going to take the under on this one. Look, you got two really hot goaltenders right now between both Toronto and Philadelphia. And in fact, I'll focus in on the Maple Leafs goaltender, Jack Campbell, who so far this month has a 1.75 goals against average, uh, which is really solid. He has a 3.35 on the road this season. Mm. Uh, However, that is skewed by one really poor game that he had against uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and I just don't see that happening again. Uh, In addition to that, Toronto has actually been under on the road in three out of four this season uh, and six out of their last seven if you go back to the end of last year. So all of this points to a low-scoring 
you know, defensive, check them into the boards kind of game between these two teams. So we're going to take the under. And like I said, if you don't like the idea of winding up with the push, you could buy yourself the half a goal. But I'm going with the under six at minus 110. All right. Uh, living in the land down under with the NHL tonight on the ice. Number four. All right, Lonnie, let's go to, to the National Basketball Association to work at a player prop. Uh, hit on Grayson Allen yesterday. I uh, posted that little uh, little uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner on social media. Uh, he crushed the over, by the way, on points, and that is a trend I would highly recommend people to continue to follow uh, with uh, the former Duke Blue Devil. And it was a good night for the Blue Devils overall, too, uh, getting the W inside the Gadden. Uh, against Kentucky, but uh, we're going to live in the land down under, all right, with this individual because uh, clearly he's a fan of Hugh Jackman and Vegemite sandwiches and probably a minute work as well, and that is Josh Giddy, the product of Australia. Give me the over five and a half assists against the Pels. It is minus 132, juiced up a little bit on this over at FanDuel. However, if you want to opt in on a profit boost at DraftKings, uh, they're giving one away at 50%. That's what I got anyway, and I applied it to this to reduce it and get it to plus odds. But anyway, I think Giddy is going to be dropping dimes all over the floor tonight. Uh, he has been over five and a half assists in a contest in five of his last seven games. He's averaging 29.2 uh, ticks per game overall. And you look at the Pels, Lundy, second to last in the NBA in adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up 1.105 points per possession, and they've allowed the fifth most opponent total assist per game at 25.6 so when you have a friendly defense uh, chances are for a guy that's a facilitator you know he gets a nice little bounce pass a skip pass uh you know wide open lanes to get easy buckets and start piling up those assists in the end so fade or follow josh giddy giddy up on the over five and a half assist minus 132 with Fanduel. what do you say I will roll with you on this one because I am a big believer in if you go find a team that isn't very good, but you can find some players on there that are going to stack the stat columns. Uh, And I think that's kind of a nice trick you can do, especially here early in the NBA season when we've seen how poorly the Oklahoma City Thunder have played. So, yeah, go find somebody that you can have some fun with the player props. Maybe you stay away from the lines. You don't like the totals. You don't like the money lines. You don't like any of that when you've got certain teams that you just don't feel good about, but you can go find uh, some real good gems uh, within the player props. So this is a new one for me that I'm going to be tailing you on. I haven't been paying attention to Giddy so far this season. Let's see if he can uh, Giddy up. Oh, amen on that. Add a little shrimp to the Bobby. Bet on the over with Giddy. Number three. All right, college basketball start off with a Bang last night, and of course, uh, my entire slate of games that I picked, uh, I was kissing my sister. It was three and three, Lundy. So I lost a little bit on the Jews, 0.20 units That's down. because you tried to defy my Jayhawk-loving life. I, I did. You, you I went did. against the, uh, KU, who uh, kind of stuck it to Michigan State. Yeah, last yeah they look good, man. I, I thought they'd be a little bit discombobulated. Uh, and without Jalen Wilson, I thought it'd be slow out of the gate for Kansas. No, but they, uh, they defied me. They proved me wrong. Uh, so I'm trying to wipe uh, the egg yolk out of the old retina as a result. But uh, let's focus in on, uh, I think, a very fascinating game tonight. Buffalo traveling to Ann Arbor to take on the Michigan Wolverines. And I don't know if you noticed this last night, but the Miggity, 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 Mac, Daddies, Daddies were getting it done on the hardwood 
Uh, Akron nearly knocked off Ohio State. Buckeyes had to hit a last-second interior shot to secure the victory there. Eastern Michigan pushed Indiana to the limit uh, in the Assembly Hall there in Bloomington, Indiana. And Northern Illinois rocked Washington, and Mike Hopkins uh, might get bought out soon uh, from his contract. Huskies already hurting. So uh, Buffalo, believe it or not, is expected to be la creme de la creme of this conference uh, this season, they are widely regarded as the team to beat, and the Bulls have a spectacular one-two punch of Jonathan Williams and Josh Mbala. Mbala last season averaged a double-double. Williams, meanwhile, averaged 17.6 points per game and 6.5 boards per contest. Those forwards who are really Swiss Army knives uh, can get it done on both ends of the floor. You know that Buffalo loves to run on Jim Whitesell's system, number 16 in Justin Temple last season. They get after it on the offensive glass, which they're going to have to do with Hunter Dickinson. Uh, they're manning the post. So if they pound the paint, which most certainly they will, extend to the arc against Michigan, in which they were exceptional in three-point percentage defense last year, and continue to fly and execute in transition, I don't see how the Wolverines are covering the 15 and a half. So give me the Bulls uh, plus the points minus 110 at DraftKings. Lundy, fade or follow. You know, you play these uh, early season games, like you just said. Sometimes you don't know what exactly to expect. Michigan, uh, let's see, last year, went and looked at last year. They played uh, Oakland in uh, in uh, in an early season game and had to uh, actually go to overtime. Yeah. Uh, before they finally got that win, you brought up Mbala, who is uh, what defending MAC Defensive Player of the Year. So you're talking yep. about a guy that can uh, slow things down for Michigan. So I think the Wolverines get the win here, but I agree with you. I think this is too many points. I think Buffalo can keep this close. Let's take the points. Run, Bulls, run! Stay tuned for our top picks in the NFL. Looking ahead, a little college football, and of course, bonus time. Number two. Oh, Lundy, let's get back to that. Making it, making it, making it, making it back. Action, action, and focus now on the gridiron uh, because we do have some action tonight as uh, Ball State uh, taking on Northern Illinois. And uh, I'm actually going to go with NIU in this one on the money line. Uh, NIU catching two and a half. The money line at plus 115. Lock this in. It's Caesars Sportsbook. This should be a nip and tuck game. If you like college football, if you like Mac football overall, uh, this is one that is must view material. Ball State uh, is averaging 5.11 yards per play and 28.6 points per game in Maction overall. That's down from their non conference outputs in those categories, but still a formidable offense to say the least. Now, NIU uh, has been. Uh, a wee bit forgiving through the air. They've given up 300-plus yards per game vertically on the season and 31.2 points per game overall in conference action. But the key in this game is going to be Rocky Lombardi, quarterback for the Huskies, and I think he's going to mush here. Now, you can't run on Ball State. They're giving up just 3.7 yards per carry uh, to the running back position, but they are overall giving up 5.8 yards per play. Not only that, but Ball State, it's been a house of horrors on the road into Calb here this century the Cardinals have won just three times at Northern Illinois so pull it all together uh the Mac West on the line maybe that regular season title NIU at home they're catching points uh I love it uh give me Rocky Lombardi just sheerly on the last name alone uh to secure the win straight up at plus 115 Lundy fade or follow 
Ooh, some plus odds for me on the Maction. I'll take it. I'll take a home dog at plus odds. Why not? Uh, in part, because look, I know you said the fact that, that Ball State doesn't give up a lot of uh, yards on the ground, but that, that doesn't mean that if the Huskies get lucky or a touchdown happens, one of those fluky uh, turnover-type plays that gives them a short field uh, to be able to score, it doesn't mean if they can't give themselves a decent little cushion that they can't just milk the clock as a home as a home team yep. down the stretch. So I get it that they're not giving up a lot of yards on the ground, but I still think that if the Huskies get lucky and they can get themselves a little bit of a cushion as we go late third, early fourth quarter, I could see them trying to draw out the clock as much as possible on a drive or two and then take the victory. So, yeah, in, in Maction, where a lot of times things are a little bit unpredictable, yeah, no uh, if you want to give me if you want to give me plus odds on a home team, I'm going to take it. Again, mush! Huskies mush! Number one. All right, let's look ahead to the Thursday night football affair in the NFL between the Baltimore Ravens and the Miami Dolphins. And, uh, you know, we always focus on an anytime touchdown prop. If you want to get in on it early, before the odds adjust, uh, this is a longer shot one that I think could cash in the end, and that is Mike Gusecki to splash six. Uh, plus 230, Lundy, for him to do this. Pull this one from FanDuel Sportsbook. You shop around the number much lower at some of the other books. So great value there at FanDuel. Now on the season, Gasecki is tight in six in the NFL and total red zone targets with a dozen. Now he's only scored two touchdowns on the year, but you look at the Ravens. One of their biggest areas of vulnerability is defending the middle of the field and the tight end position as a whole, giving up 6.5 receptions per game, 74.4 yards per game, and six touchdowns, two TEs. So you pull that all together, I think Gusecki could cannonball splash here again for a six-point tally in the box score. So at plus 230 at FanDuel, seems like an extraordinary value that is worth a ticket at lower stakes, granted, for yours truly. So fade or follow Gusecki to cross the chalk, plus 230 again at FanDuel Sportsbook. Taking all my thunder away from me, jerk. <laughs> this was one of the ones I was looking forward to talking about on our Thursday edition of the pod. Oh, we'll because, refresh it. We'll recap well, it. We'll, we'll throw we'll it back it out back. there. Look, not everybody. We, we know not everybody listens every day. So tomorrow yeah. I could bring it up as though nothing's ever happened. Bingo. So be like, you know, Brad, you know what I really like? Uh, no, I really like this one in part because of how vulnerable the Ravens have been. Um, I, yeah. I mean, you, you gave out the stats in terms of what they're doing, but the average that they're giving up per completion to the tight end position is 11.4 yards um so it's i mean they're they're allowing tight ends to beat them um and not only that but getting it into the end zone so the fact that he's got a dozen uh, red zone targets on the year yes i know he's only got two touchdowns but he has quietly been a really good uh, tight end this season especially for fantasy purposes those of you that have been dealing with injuries and buys he has been a guy that if you drafted him or you paid uh, a little bit of money in the auction draft You've got to be pretty pleased with what you've had production-wise out of him, and I think this Thursday nighter, uh, for anybody that's got him, I think he's got at least a touchdown in him. Um, I think he winds up with four to five catches in this one. It'll be a nice start to the fantasy weekend and certainly a good ticket to cash. I think he splashes six. Yeah, let's hopefully uh, you know score a big one there and boost the bankroll on Thursday night. And then, as Lundy said, uh, we will have the full breakdown of the game tomorrow, and I'm, I'm just going to give you a, a forewarning. I expect a lot of Lamar Jackson overs. <laughs> Oh, yeah. In the game on Thursday. With that, let's get to it uh, and fire off some more tickets. We're we're barely getting warmed up here. It's Baroness time. What else you got, Lundy? 
I'll give you two more here, one NBA, one uh, NHL, since after all it is a hockey hump day. And in uh, the NHL, Minnesota traveling down to the desert to take on the Arizona Coyotes. Minnesota, uh, the Wild are a heavy favorite in this one. On the money line, it's a minus 215. But look, Arizona didn't even get their first win on the year until this past Saturday. Uh, when it took a very late goal for them to actually beat the Seattle Kraken. Uh, so Arizona has not been good to start off the year. Uh, Minnesota is actually 5-1 and one in their last six games that they have played in Arizona. So let's take care of that juice. Let's take Minnesota on the three-way line, meaning that they win it in regulation. The game does not go to overtime. Uh, and that'll bring the juice down to a minus 135 on the wild. Then in the NBA, if you're going to give me plus odds on Toronto to take on Boston, I'm going to get seduced by that juice. The Raptors already beat Boston uh, by 33 yeah. or 32, I yeah. think, earlier this season uh, at the Garden. Boston is actually one, uh, uh, has, has no home wins. They have not won a game at the Garden yet this season. Uh, and Toronto is one of two teams that has not lost on the road. They are 4-0. and oh. So Toronto's straight money line is plus 110. So I'll take the Raptors. You know, I'm going to pick on that game. My lone bonus time play is tonight, and it's on the side of the Raptors. Scotty Barnes, rookie out of Florida State, uh, lottery pick, uh, has put some crooked numbers in the box score. Man, do I love the over on this. Six and a half rebounds, minus 120 at DraftKings. It's used up as high as minus 130 at some of the other books on the same number. Uh, you look at what he did against the Celtics uh, back in late October. 13 rebounds in that bludgeoning of Boston. He's been over six and a half boards in eight of nine games this season. Boston second to last in the NBA and opponent rebounds allowed at 58.9. So pulled all together. And I think Barnes going to make you some buckaroos again if you tail him on that over six oh, and a half absolutely. rebounds. Absolutely. Let me throw, one, let yeah, me throw one more out there real yeah, quick. Just folks, keep an eye on on this uh Nikola Jokic is obviously suspended for the game uh tonight for the Nuggets uh <laughs> as they will take on the Pacers so we have not seen any player props populate across the books yet uh just because I think they're adjusting things with the idea that there's no Michael Porter Jr. and there is no uh Nikola Jokic but keep an eye on the player props in particular on DeMontis Sabonis yeah, uh, yes. who should be able to absolutely clean the glass tonight uh, because you lose Jokic, and basically the Nuggets uh, are missing all of that size on the inside. They are going to have to play small. Uh, they're going to have to lean really heavily on Aaron Gordon, and that should open things up in the middle for guys for a guy like Sabonis. So if you see some player props come out, you may want to check his rebounding prop, which I'm sure will get juiced up. Uh, or bumped up a little bit, but keep an eye on it because without Jokic, the Nuggets are in trouble in the paint. Uh, can the uh, Denver Nuggets just sign the Jokic brothers for a game and they, they could bracket Ooh, yeah. uh, Sabonis the entire night and uh, maybe you know uh, uh, exchange some fisticuffs in the process? They, they seem to be itching the other night, Lundy. They were itching. They're gonna wind up in a. Uh, they're gonna wind up like in a cage with Logan Paul before too long. <laughs> that might actually be a pay per view fight that I would watch. And I've been debating whether or not I want to invest the hundred dollars to watch Darren Williams fight Frank Gore. <laughs> Why not? Uh, go Illini on that note. With that, uh, that is a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Uh, please follow Lundy on social media at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review. Helps out our show tremendously. Would you kindly? And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.